0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law. Live from Tully's Bar in the left ventricle of Waterford City, it's Snug Chats. So, Timmy, this is just a chat. This is just a chat in Tully's Bar. In the Snug. Couple of beers. Bit of crack. I'm not even going to interview you, we're just going to have a chat. We're going to have a chat. But maybe you will tell that at teth. Teth at A little tell at But maybe you will have to... It has to have a starting point. It has to have an initial question, right? So let me ask you this. You're no longer on the radio in a, in a, in a full-time capacity, right? I'm not. Correct. You're in the back seat now. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the snug. What's the view from the back seat of the radio car like? The view from the back seat? Well, I, I, I don't know if I take that uh, expression on board as being in the back seat I are you highly it, are you offended by that because no I'm not offended I don't, <laughs> I don't get offended I find offensive um, behaviour you know, offensive Offensive, but, but generally it doesn't offend me funnily enough does that sound strange people look at offended easily offend me is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah. they offend me too that's pretty much it yeah. no I, I'm not in the back seat I have taken a decision Uh, a year ago now as it happens to leave full time radio and I do one show a week and I've basically a whole week to get that show ready at times and it takes me sometimes a whole week to get it ready because I could spend forever getting one show ready Um, and I'm very much enjoying it for how much longer none of us knows how long any of us will be doing anything but I... um, No, I'm not backseat. I'm out of it altogether, to be honest, really, Uh, just at weekends. And that's enough for me now because I have other things to be doing. But I have other plans that I'm, at the moment, only in the kind of fantasizing stage. And I can't talk about them. But I I um, I have little things, shall I say, that I want to sprout, that I want to bring to fruition in the next few years you want to be the next Pablo Escobar that's what you're saying to me isn't it <laughs> you rumbled me I rumbled Pablo who no but um, no. Okay. I have yeah. little yeah. things that if, if, if everything goes according to a certain plan um, I'll, I'll be getting stuck into a little and, bit more of this Yeah, because this obviously plan. obviously, there's, there's Muldoon and there's Tin Gin and yes, you know Spike what? Island I was, Rum yes I was speaking to the barman um, earlier on I was saying that, that, that Timmy Ryan was coming in for the next podcast and I was talking to him and I said to Tim Gin and he says oh flying off the shelves is a uh, can't keep it good can't keep it. that's good for, so what do we we actually, might have we might have one in part two we might have a I'll sneaky have anyway. a sneaky thin one notorious, it's notorious is not going down too well I'm sorry is that that's, you're having a notorious which is a but might you it's a, great for the um um getting the old vocals, is lubricated Excellent. I heard that yesterday in, in the yeah. extras part of the uh, podcast. oh the stuff we had the premium stuff so you're going to hear a second. Bro. I, I don't know how this works, Darren. It's no. up to you. But um, yeah. no, this is fine. It's, it's um, and the more it's going down. Have you noticed the the quicker the conversation is speeding up? Oh yes. Have you yes, noticed? Yes. That? I think the listeners will. Be, I I hope that I hope somebody's listening to this as they're pounding the pounding the Tremor Road right there. I can't understand, or else understand how how anybody road. would be. Yeah. If you're listening to this. you Really, should get a life. Really? You want to get out there and do something with your life. <laughs> give, me, give me back that brown envelope, Timmy. <laughs> do you know, we're in this bar that used to be McLaughlin's. Yes. What were your top three bars in the my Oh my goodness. What None of this Dungarvan nonsense. Okay, okay, right. So I want I don't to alienate all Dungarvan. With listeners. all due respect to Dungarvan. Okay. Great place. I came down here in the 80s. Oh, yeah. yeah. And. From from day one I got in with some people. <laughs> Whoops. He just dropped the microphone. All right. Wayne, you're okay. He hasn't broken it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We um Yeah. We went to various bars in Waterford and I think I got to get every single one of any interest and ones that were even quite interesting for, for the wrong reasons. Right. Like there was Club Elizabeth which was affectionately known as Sax Nightclub. Where guys from the Quay Would often go in there. They serve. It was a kind of a wine thing. They had wine and burgers. Burgers were terrible. You know, wine and burgers. Wine. Yeah. Guy brought me down there. A fellow called Paul Scanlon, who uh, who used to work in local radio, went on to do it with RTE. And uh, Paul said, "I'm going to bring you down to sex tonight. You have to see sex." So it was part of my early Waterford education, and it was like seedy to say the least. Yeah. There was a DJ there. But there were some some strange-looking guys with strange-looking women, and as I said, I had a glass of wine and a burger with the burger buns burnt beyond the way I would like them, (laughs) and that that can can ruin your night now pretty quickly. You don't don't often get asked in in an establishment (coughs) how do you like your buns cooked? Medium, medium (laughs) rare, please, on the buns. Well Well, done for me. But any establishment that has wine. How do others. you know? How do you know Ronald McDonald? at knew this colony. Go on. He's the one with sesame seed buns. Oh my god! <laughs> but anyway, getting back to my favourite haunts. You're not a Jeff's, comedian, are right, you, Not at all. Not no. at all. Uh, Jeff's definitely yeah. was over the years the place to be. I can remember when the queues used to be right around the corner down by the uh, the US bargain stores yeah. and further to get in there on a Friday or Saturday night yes. um, Egan's though would definitely be number one Egan's because the radio station Egan's we, we, in we the talked bonus about features. that that would be in the bonus features yeah. part 2 part 3 the and premium, 4 I think we'll call that the premium material the premium material yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like do you know when you are younger and, classic skeleton and, and, and Ryan oh the classic stuff the 1550 <laughs> 15 numbers kind of stuff. do you know what I mean that kind of stuff but that was um, that was like a Magnus all of us uh, DJs who always ended up in there. We knew the bar staff, as I said, very, very well. Yeah. Good fun. Good times. Uh, the old stand. I'm going to name some pubs. Yeah. And Throw them And you just say the first three words that come into your mind when I name the pubs, all right? All <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so we'll start with the, one that the last mentioned. the yeah. old stand. I got engaged in the old stands. got engaged I in the old did, stand. I did, so that, that's a memory. Every Thursday night... Um, there used to be a regular kind of a WLR gathering in, in the early 90s and sometimes on a Friday after matches even in the RSC when the Blues were at home yeah, Is it Kilcone Park or the RSC? RSC This oh, was in so the 90s now 90s. This is the 90s Yeah okay. um, When I came back from Dublin Within a year I think about 96 I started regularly Going to Waterford United Soccer matches This is before The stand was even properly built Yeah And those guys used to Stand around the um, The touch lines At the RSC yeah. Because there was nowhere to sit Right um, But I really got into Going to some of the games And afterwards We go to town And the old stand Was usually one of the places We'd go to Or Lords Yeah um, I can remember that as the renowned back in the 80s my dad brought me in there for a a Smithick's shandy currently the ginger man for any of our younger <laughs> listeners who won't be listening to this no so I, I said they've got no. a life <laughs> yes yes stop um, saying that I want people to, just, to tune in we, no we like we, to like, we like we like the younger people we do yeah we love yeah, the younger people the younger generation they're very yeah. welcome to this podcast yeah but getting back to the pubs you, you threw another one at me there did you uh, well, I missed yeah. it well, I'm, hit I'm, the wall I'm there kind of, I, I didn't put you back on the engagement story I'd like to um, oh we won't go into that we won't go into because that. there's another person involved in that and it wouldn't be fair to fair enough be, you know we'll save that for, for even more premium footage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be okay. the Christmas special what about what about Shefferns? Shefferns well I'm smiling now because I do have a Sheffern story I have a Sheffern story yeah I I was having a good night down there one night with actually the person that was you got engaged, engaged yeah. yes, yeah. and um, some friends of, of her family, I think, were there. And um, it was coming to the end of the night, and as I said, we we're having a good night. And I had practically a full pint left. I won't mention the gentleman behind the bar, okay? But do said, drink do, up, drink do. up. No, I won't do. Do no, do. no yeah. that should be the problem. drink up there now, Timmy. He said, you know, mm. and. Uh, I, in all innocence and jesting, yeah. um, you know, said, uh, I should look, it. I don't know if I'll finish this now. Pour, pour it back into your pocket, I said, there will you, and I'll get it tomorrow. Or, or pour it back behind the bar and I'll get it tomorrow. And he got very obstreperous over this. Did he? And very annoyed. Did he have a moustache, this gentleman? I'm not recalling whether he had one or not, now, ah. to be honest. Uh, I'm being vague. But he he got very upset about this. Oh. And pretty much, uh, you know, started letting rip. I can't remember what he said, but he, he, he was—he was not very happy about my comments, which, again, as I said, were meant in jest. I wasn't trying to be smart yeah. for the sake of it. Right. But um, what kind of comments? I he- left then anyway, and uh, I never went, you never went back. I never went back to Shefflin's until it became Harvey's. Right. Because I said, there's too many other places in Waterford that I can go to. I don't need to go back down there and give my business to, to some guy full of who gets upset over a stupid comment, which is all it was. You but know. See, I say he that must have been built up within him now. He must have been listening to the breakfast the show for years going, that fucking Timmy Ryan. He needs to be taken out at least, at least three or four Listen, pegs. now you said it, who's to know? And he had an opportunity and he took it. There you go. Who should name a shaman? Had he had a Kalashnikov behind the counter, maybe we I would not finished. be here talking to you now on this podcasts. and all those young people would be out there now doing yeah. other things instead of listening yeah. to this. The younger generation. City Arms. We love them very much. City Arms. I, um, City Arms. I have one outstanding, horrible memory of the City Arms, and it's not the, the venue. It was great fun when we used to go in there draw your minds back if anyone who's a Liverpool fan is listening to this they'll remember they're not allowed to listen to this they don't <laughs> like No. they'll remember the last match of a certain season when hello James I, we're actually recording random visitors to the people that's a local historian James Darty. we let it this bit out will we no we'll keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> he just made an obscene gesture there with his fingers he was waving with two fingers so yeah. It was 1989 yeah and okay. Liverpool needed yeah. to avoid will you stop fucking the breaking the microphone from, will you i told these need to get a new table I do lad. I'm sorry do, come on love now. the bar stop damaging they're gin here by the new time but you know what we need this table sorted yeah. too sweet Anyway, let's get back to where we were. Wayne is getting worried now. He's, he's, <laughs> that's James again, walking past there. Walking past like a cartoon character trying to make as little minds as possible. But to make a long story even longer. Basically, Liverpool needed to avoid losing. By two goals. By two goals. Yes. At Anfield, the last match of the season against Arsenal. Yep. Who had no particular great form going into that game, it must be said. Well, enough form to have him second in the table. Against the almighty Liverpool. Steve McMahon and all the boys. and I always remember him pointing. They were losing 1-0 and he was just going the finger of One minute, one minute. And, of course, Michael Thomas scores that score. Great day. Great I day. I was with a, a group of about six or seven people. One of whom was a Liverpool fan The rest of them were all Bursting their holes laughing Knowing that we were like crushed Exactly And I was actually annoyed That they were laughing At our misfortune Wow And head in hands We could not believe it it was just sickening. I that's my outstanding memory of the City Arms. So I I, ha- I have this vision of every story you tell me it's gonna end in and that's why I no longer went to the City Arms. And that's why I no longer Try went me to with another one. <laughs> I don't know. But you're asking for what do I think of? And that that's Oh okay, okay. T and H's. Teen H. Doolins. Very nice memory of Teen H. Doolins. The very first time I went in there was um, I had sent a, a demo tape from Dungarvan when yep. I was on Dungarvin Community Radio in 1982 to WLR, care of Georgia Street Waterford, yep. if I got the address right. I don't even know if I did. Yep. And a few days later, I got a phone call to Ben O'Neill's in Dungarvan saying, there was somebody on the line from Waterford Radio wanted to talk to you. And uh, I picked up the phone, and the chap on the other end of the phone was one Martin Hart. Yes. Who used to present a nighttime show years ago, which was huge. Yeah. Everybody listened to it. The younger generation of that time. Back when people listened to the radio. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they still do. Of course they do. Don't they? And uh, Martin said... um, got your tape, da-da-da, you know, yeah. uh, we lighted. would you like to come down, meet us? And I said, yeah, I would, yeah. So I went down and I arranged to meet Martin in Teen H's beside WLR, and he bought me lunch, and said, um, come on, I'll bring you into the station, and brought me in. And on air at the time was the bald, the legend himself, Rick Whelan. Right. And Rick was there doing a show, right, I shouldn't maybe be divulging this now, but it was a great little introduction to... The workings of a radio station yeah. and personalities therein yeah. Rick was there and within these, I just sat down there observing for a few minutes Rick was just doing his thing he wasn't even talking to me and uh, the station manager his brother Des Whelan, walked in yeah. and uh, said to him Rick you're playing that ad too much for <laughs> Catch-22 which right. right. was the disco he used to do yeah up in yeah, yeah yeah the uh, was it where was it first mm-hmm. it was tale, it was wasn't the Tower Hotel was it the Tower yeah I basically cut loose on Des and yeah. tried to F off out of my studio, yeah. which Des did within a minute or two. And I was sitting there like this little young fella down from Dungarvan, you know, yeah. 17, gobsmacked. And uh, so I said, I'm just going to stay quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway, they, um, between the jigs and the reels, uh, they asked me would I be interested in doing right. the sports show on Saturday afternoon between two and five. Brilliant. I said I would. And the deal was I'd get a fiver every Saturday. And I did it for the first two or three weeks. And you talk to yourself. And I always laugh about this ever since. And I always meant to pull Des up over it. I think I might have mentioned to him jokingly because it's not a big deal now. So I'm not making it a big deal. But after the second week, I did about ten weeks altogether. The fiver wasn't there in my little cubbyhole, which there's a little kind of a wooden box yep. where DJs had their, their mail. Yes. Or their death threats, or whatever it might be. Uh, cocaine. Hardly in those <laughs> days. But you never know. Well, uh, okay. yeah. Magic mushrooms, maybe. <laughs> uh, but I I um, I brushed that off; it didn't bother me. I wasn't actually doing it for the money anyway. The fiver wasn't exactly something you were going to, um, no. you know, march through the streets over. But that's why you never returned to the teenage. <laughs> you no, know, I went back many times. And um, in fairness to, in fairness though, Rick, Whedon never stopped doing that, did he? Because I, I, I used to call, listen, listen to him on like a, on a Saturday or Sunday and he'd be saying um, he'd play a song and he'd go oh there's a song that I can't even do a Rick Whedon can you do a Rick Whedon I can't oh, do I can. a Rick Whedon and, and where he'd say um, I wouldn't dare I, know, I wouldn't dare either I Rick see him Whedon. too often he's a mountain of a man um, I don't know him personally so I can say these things um, <laughs> but he would say you know oh, this is a song I played in the old rule last week or whatever yeah you know, and if you plug in the. Old, uh, oh, the well, old it's sponsored. Gig. His show is sponsored by the Uluru, so he's quite entitled Good to. people out in the Uluru wouldn't hear a bad I mean, one. He about still mentioned the Uluru even when it wasn't sponsored by the Uluru yes. because when he was gigging there, I mean, you know. Yeah, exactly. This is if you don't fly your own flag, I mean, I, I don't bother mentioning, I said this to our mutual editor of a certain newspaper that we're both involved in. Affiliated with. You majorly me just again like every two weeks. Yeah. I have little small bit parts in everything it seems. Um, But I was saying that uh, I I don't tend to promote my column very much. You probably do on your Facebook page a lot. Not really. But I just kind of figure well look if somebody reads it they read it and it's every two weeks so it's not that I need to be out there flying a flag and say hey listen read my column will you? Yeah. Read it. Read it or else I'll you know. My week will be ruined. No, it wouldn't be. If, you, if you cared about your job, Timmy, maybe you would. This is the thing. Maybe I have issues here. Maybe maybe you've gotten to a certain age in life where you Do just don't need care therapy? anymore. Do I need therapy? Maybe this is the therapy yeah. that you need. Yeah. Not all heroes work apes That's true. You know. Very good. It's very um, good. Very good. We're giving enough talk to, uh, to, to pubs. Maybe we leave the pubs. Maybe they'll we this. Maybe it but we leave the pubs. Maybe little advertisement break. We we'll now take a commercial break. Shaw's, almost nationwide Back to school where? Shaw's, get your books now for back to school Shaw's, almost nationwide <laughs> Busy <in> nuts Bevins Hi <laughs> <laughs> Kevins for Bevins We've covered those books for you, kid <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, or not We're back we're back. We're back. We had our commercial break with Shaw's yeah, I'm and I'm delighted Bevins. to know that I can get my stuff at Bevins, because I'm thinking of going back to school. Yeah, well, you can get a lot of Bevins. Yeah. You know, you may need a time machine. Thank heavens for Bevins. Thank heavens for Bevins. Mm. I bought a book there once. Um, anyway. King Henry IV, part two. What <laughs> oh, was it, part one? If my, if my interest starts in 1979, I had to come all the way down from Dungarvan to buy it in Bevins in Waterford. Do you remember getting second-hand books, like... You know, you yes, I did. I used to get handy notebooks, and yeah, all, all the yeah. notes would be already taken. And my mother used to cover them, them in in uh, in like plastic or wallpaper. The plastic was great. My mother used to kill me for rubbing my nails on that and like making my initials up my nail marks on the plastic. That's oh, wanton abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Partners with education so, wants to stamp that kind of thing out. You know, so you know, Bevan's was a, was a, was a shop. What are shops? So good. I know where. We're, we're dipping a toe into the nostalgic. We, we're we're we talking about the, we're wallowing in the nostalgia pool. We are, yeah, yeah. I'm just sitting comfortably here on the just just to paint a picture where we are at the moment. We are in the snug of Tully's Bar. Timmy is Whoa. is laid out on all fours, reclining of the chair, reclining on the chair like a man who has that has zero respect for anyone's property, <laughs> and he's just fucking kicking back <laughs> and he's enjoying himself. He's relaxed, and you know, very soon we'll be getting another pint. But I'll I'll get you to think about something, Timmy. We're talking about old shops, right? We talked about old pubs already, right? And we spoke about bevons, and Shaw's are still hanging in there tenaciously, right? What about some other shops that you recall from your days? Well, we did send them didn't we? And um, I'm sure we have to mention Cantwells. Cantwells? Woolworths. Woolworths? Yeah. Remember Woolworths? Yes, yeah, but particularly Woolworths. Um... And they even did singles which I remember buying some records in there back in 1984 thereabouts Yeah My earliest memory of a real mecca shop as a kid coming down from Dungarvan to Waterford with my dad To the Metropolis Yes yeah. It would have been I suppose at the time but yeah. if I understood what that word was the Sportsman which man. was down on the quay, a bit before your time. But yeah, I'm only a child. Generation. I'm only a child. Yeah. Why are you listening to this? Uh, the yeah. Sportsman. I wouldn't be listening to it if I wasn't recording it. I used to get, like, I think dinky cars in there. When my dad used to come down, I think it was a treat to kind of go in there and maybe get a a little Prezi or yeah. something. But that's long gone. Um, where else? The Chuck Wagon. Yeah. Used to do great cheesecake along with yeah, the burgers look, and chips. I mentioned this in my my, my stand up show. DVD soon to be available. Probably not, but anyway. Free. No. <laughs> with everything gin. <laughs> with everything gin. Hey, I'm willing to we embark upon a huge thin gin contract. If you'd like to lavish me with one. I so will talk to your people. Oh, excellent, excellent. But the question was, where the hell was the choke wagon? Because we heard three different places. Ah, I'll tell you what the choke wagon was. Yep, the choke yep, wagon was pretty, pretty was much there. just at the corner where. Is it AWARE? I didn't like to. It's not even AWARE now. What no. is it now? Okay, it's now. It's Elvry's now. What is it? It's Elvry's. No, it's not Elvry's. Oh, but it actually is. It was Peacock's. Now it's Elvry's. Is, is it? Yeah, oh, sure like, You can't keep up. You're not in touch. I'm not. Somebody was telling me that I was down where Wiley's. Remember Wiley's? It was down by Wiley's. Is Peter France still up? <laughs> is the sale still on? <laughs> that shoe plate. Baron Strand Street had been having a closing down sale for the last 25 years. Yeah, yeah. And that's the key to subs- succeeding in business. Have have a closing, closing down, down sale forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um... Where else was there? There was, um... Mr. Hips I had a little layaway thing going there my, my dad insisted that I needed some new clothes at one stage and he said do you know what you should do now he said go into Mr. Hips he knew the guy in there and, and he said give them a fiver a week yeah, whatever it is and get the clothes up front and then you pay whatever every every week and I did I went in and got a few shirts, and uh, a few pairs of pants, whatever it is. And uh, I thought it was great, you know. All, all this clothing, all of a sudden. These, these uh, old photographs, I, I can tell, the. I can remember the bits I bought there. Yeah. yeah. Horrible, horrible uh, trousers that I got. Nothing wrong with the material, it was just the colour. Right. But when I think of the fashion of the time as well, you know. Questionable. Mm. Well dodgy threads. Oh, to, but then it was my my choice wouldn't have been the best. Well, uh, do you know what? C- can I give you some of the shops that I remember from from my um, from my youth that were huge for me? Uh, I used to love Fitts Morris's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Teleport Computers, Finns Computers. I bought CDs in there. I bought Commodore sixty four games. I, have, I got a Bob Seger album in there and. Uh, I remember going in there for something else, but seeing CDs there and being quite surprised, thinking, "Wow, some of these aren't available in synods No, and I bought. I bought. I think maybe one they or two. We spoke at length about synods in the extra footage that's coming out at the Christmas special. Christmas special, or bonus maybe Easter extravaganza. The bonus Christmas special sounds great. We'll get about sixty in here once. Uh, remember the very little pound shop in in Red Square, tiny little pound shop, which I think uh, it's in the unit yeah, now, where it's probably Lindy yeah. and all you can eat type of place. Which I can't imagine getting can too do. much in a place um, that's small. But obviously the um, Savoy the Wimpy, Wimpy, yes, Borough Land. Yeah, there was um, the old coffee shop around the place that kind of came and went. Names like Do you know what I have? Remember. What I have? Amazing Coffee Dock was down on the quay. Do you know what I have? Amazing memories mm. of the Regina Cinema. Yep. Yeah the Regina cinema with the, I can almost still smell the carpet in there mm. and in one of the big cinemas I've, I've, I've actually written about this at length one of the big cinemas had um, in front of the screen there was a drop yeah you could you could look down and there was a big drop like yeah you could get killed going to the movies um, dangerous and I think people use it as a big landfill yeah I don't know people don't understand how dangerous your generation had their life oh, we, times we were constantly oh. taking your life in our hands just going anywhere you couldn't leave the house no no no, no. no. The, the chariot it's getting chariot. back to the pubs the chariot is now um, it was Ned Kelly's oh that's been a few things yes um, it's the exchange now. it's the exchange that's yeah, right yeah, and um Johnny Jumbo's is still there up in up in Belly Brickett. hanging on tenaciously. I always used to go in there when I'd come out of vegans on a Saturday afternoon and get a sweet and sour and a cheeky home. sweet and sour, sweet sour chicken. Yeah, 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 beautiful chicken balls. Do you still have a Do you still have an occasion of chicken balls? I do. Do you I I do like do. a chicken I ball? Make no bones about it. That wouldn't be no fine to Chinese Chinese cuisine, wouldn't it? I can't imagine you can get too many chicken balls over in China. It's, it's more temperate to our Western taste, isn't it, I think like it is. everything else? They're dumbing down. They're, out, they're, they're basically running, reading back everything they've learned. And they're just battling it's some surprising. chicks. What's your favourite dish? Uh, I wouldn't have a favourite. <coughs> let's, 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 let's see. Between let's a Christmas see. dinner type scenario oh, nice, yes. and a nice... Um, a nice Spaghetti bolognese The way I make it Okay Which is very good If I do say so myself okay. nobody else Might agree But I think it's uh, It's decent mm-hmm. I like a nice lasagna Yeah Ah super, yeah. Simple man With simple tastes that someone else makes That yeah. I don't have to make Right And it's put in front speed So let's say Right you, you eventually get caught For all your crimes oh. Your heinous crimes right. They catch up on you In the end don't they Yeah they do And you have a, your, 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 your last meal your last meal. What do you choose? My last meal. We eventually find out where the bodies are buried. And where the cash has been hidden. Yeah. Would you have an appetite for it, though? Would you bother? Would you be worried about... Would you want it? Would you want it? it? But if you did, if you... I suppose if you were going to go out that way and look... I'm taking that leap to the next life, and actually, I'd be looking forward to that. So I would have a good appetite. I wouldn't be afraid of going. You wouldn't be afraid of going. Wouldn't be afraid of going. Afraid of going I'm so. writing this down now. This is the next segment of the show oh. after, after we have a point. This is part three, is it? Okay. Do you know Lou, we'll take a break there, folks. I Any mean, the lads, Timmy? You know, before we go for. <laughs> you know, I, t- I thought we were talking about the food. The last meal. Okay, go on. Answer that so first. Uh, a big Christmas dinner. A big Christmas dinner. In the middle of June. Well, how, how do you know I'm being killed in June? I'll ask you when you do the killings. You're very presumptuous there. <laughs> it, could be, it could be 24th of December. <laughs> that's when the I'd be going up above just in time for Christmas. Christmas in heaven now. Well, That'll be it. That'll be a, a, a one shindig. Oh, wow. Are we going into part three? Oh. Are we in? Right lads, quite on set. three. this is part three. This is part three. Part three in Tully's in the snug. In the snug. Action. We mentioned something briefly, briefly during the um, the alcoholic interlude. We touched on it. And I want to talk about this man. Uh, Barack Obama. No. Um, Clark Kent. No. Somewhere in, somewhere in the middle, somewhere between Clark Kent and Barack Obama. Connor Halpin. would have been Eddie Cody. Uh we can talk about Eddie for hours how long have we got well I want to learn more about Eddie alright and I'll tell you why because Eddie was my first idol as a child right good want to have yeah well it was weird because I I, um, I was fascinated by the silent mics really I used to go home and try and do my own side of mics I remember doing a kind of a wake up little Susie routine. And in fact, Joy's Bunny played a integral part of a lot of my routines. It was a, That's sad. It is a little bit sad. <laughs> yeah, but they were... Hey, Joy's Bunny, Bunny oh. were, 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 were visionaries. I know, I used they to play were the them da- them. Da- They were the daft punk of their yeah. time. I used to play them at, at like, discos when, they, yeah. when I used to do 21sts and, and, and parties. And in fairness, I would get them out the floor. Of course you did, yeah. But Eddie was... Yeah, the Silent Mike's you mentioned there. I mean, I had the great, good fortune to be involved with them for two years, travelling up and down the country and being on RT television, being yeah. in screen tests, but having the crack, not making any money. Funnily enough, when I left, the, the money rolled in. Had started to make money then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to go back with them um, when I was um, when I was out of work and the, the the pirates closed down. Yeah. yeah two of the boys were going on holidays and they, Eddie asked me would I come back in for a couple of weeks and I said yeah, would I would I ever Yeah. and I got nicely paid for two weeks for arsing around in the back of a van me, coming back give, from gigs yeah. eating chips and burgers and having a laugh give me some of your favourite sketches the, well the, the classic sketch was uh, Love and War which was the big the big one that Eddie did but the the, the, the one I suppose that meant most to me because I, I had a, a fairly decent part in it was the um, Brainbox, which was the quiz show, yeah, and I was the one who won it. But Eddie was the MC, yeah, the rather corrupt MC who had given me all the answers to the quiz. But we were rumbled at the very end. Yeah, but that's the one we did on screen test with Mike Murphy back yeah. in nineteen eighty six. Bruce Shields was on the panel. He loved us. Right, a couple of the rest of them, you know, they were a bit. It, unfortunately. To this day, um, this is long before Britain's Got Talent or Ireland's Got Talent or X Factor or whatever, it didn't go to an audience vote or a public vote. It was strictly on the judges. And we didn't get enough scores that night to to win it. In fact, we came last out of about six acts. But in fairness, everybody... Everybody got a great kick out of it. Mike got a great laugh. Mike Murphy got a great laugh out of yeah. it. I'm a big fan of Mike, always was. And it was lovely to meet him as well, actually, yeah. in the dressing room in, uh, in RTE, yeah. getting ready for the show. But Eddie was just always a tonic. I'm having a gin and tonic here now, so yes. I'm, I'm mentioning a tonic. It, the, the word is in my mind. But he was. And I had such a laugh coming on Shoreside Radio at lunchtime. Uh, doing a show, knowing Eddie was coming on after me. And he'd come in and try and make me laugh as I was doing my last link. Yeah. He Even in one day, stupidly carrying a little tray of his part records on his head with a light bulb in his mouth <laughs> as he walked in the door as I'm trying to speak, just saying my last link. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what, what are you supposed to do? Um, yeah, yeah, crack finish. up. But he then did this thing, which, again, as I said, I don't get offended. Uh, this was pure, purely, again, great, great crack. Every day when he started the show, he used to do a thing called the Timmy Ryan Joke Book. And he'd yeah. do about six or seven old jokes, but he'd put my name in there. Okay, Timmy Ryan was going to the last <laughs> okay. week and this yeah. happened, or yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, all these kind of things. He people. just, Tim, cracked he, up. he's he so funny. He sounds like I, I, I every, you see, he my a bad bone in his body, he was never. He never a vindictive kind of guy. Yeah. He, 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 and even when he had problems or whatever, I'm sure he like the rest of us. He just kept on going. He loved doing his gigs. He was great entertaining live, like in a disco situation or a party. He'd get on great with the public. Yeah. A bit of a laugh with Mary in the front who'd be sitting there. Well, John, good to see you here tonight. Mm-hmm. And a word for everyone. And of course, the whole Elvis rock and roll thing. And he could sing. He, he, he was a great decent singing. decent voice. Yeah. yeah. But his his uh, I think just his general good humour. And his infectious kind of bubbly, fast talking—you know, fast Eddie—persona mm. working in the chip shop, and uh, but he invented all that silent mic stuff. It wouldn't have been a silent mic only for him, and afterwards it was never the same. They were using all his his uh, uh, his material, and, like, his material. He did all that. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think to, to, to do something like that, you always need to be. I'd imagine I had this vision of Eddie. At home, cutting and, and splicing out, you know, cutting and exactly did all of this, yep. this stuff yep. and recording the links and recording. I really, like, I was in awe. Hmm. He had a pause button. Oh, yeah. And he'd pause tape recorders and, and yeah. records and whatever it is and just get them into the word have, that he imagine wanted. Imagine what he could have done with today's technology. Oh, you know? Say, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but again, it yeah. used to be, it was a tradition for me on my birthday, I would go out to, we'd go to the Grand Hotel where they'd play every every summer for the a summer. while. Yeah, yeah, that was and, good fun, actually. Because my birthday grounds. was in August time. So, yeah. so, and I used to love the, um, my favourite sketches now. are my favourite sketches. You see, like... It's great the way you have a lot of really classic sketches now, but uh, the classic sketches, he was always brilliant. I mean, there's a great sketch with uh, uh, the family photograph. Which one of you uh, and R.E.M. would kick in, and that's me in the corner. It was my religion, you know? And yeah. as soon as Newt's song came out, he would match it. And probably yeah. his mind was probably just constantly going, you know? No, he, he, put, he, he had a great way of... Uh, Remembering certain lines that would fit in, and he'd he'd know which song he'd get that from, uh, you know. Mm. Or else sometimes I'm sure he matched he matched the the song to fit it in. Sometimes he'd maybe go looking for I don't know what way he did it, but he he really did have a lovely way of of creating the whole scene. And he'd be laughing away, and he said, "Great idea for a sketch," and da da da. And then we'd all put it together. But I mean, it was all his stuff. But when he asked me to be in it first, I always remember tell me I want you to be uh, the part of Christine the long legged woman dressed in black and I said yeah okay and I remember saying to Bob Houston former radio colleague of, of mine now and no longer with us but Bob was in the silent mics for a short period and I I took Bob aside one night and I said Bob look I really don't know about this Christine part suiting me now. Would you mind switching, I said. and yeah, yeah. Maybe I could be Suey, the, the cowboy, and you could be Christine. I, said, yeah, I don't care. So I became Suey, the cowboy, with a much better part altogether. Yeah. You had that line from Johnny Cash. My name is Sue, how do you do? Now you're going to die. Yeah. And I shot them all in the end. And then I shot myself with the last line, which was, Goodbye, everybody, I've got to go from Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. But, um... I've seen that sketch by the way recently in, yeah it's it, on it's on it, it's on YouTube yes it's the the Glen I believe yeah we won we won um, we won the competition at the Rue Glen mm. and uh, I remember it was like there was there was hardly room to move over there It was a warm night and everybody was like uh, jammed in and uh, we had a great night wow. we were delighted that we won it we tried another one up in Hotel Nave Joseph and Feathered on Sea but we didn't uh, we didn't win that one we were very disappointed we didn't win that we thought we were we thought we were really good who was going around um, recording all this footage back then everybody has cameras and recorders now but um, um, I don't know I don't know um, just some people had equipment it's like who had the first who had the first VCRs you know the the Betamax you yeah. clumpy box videos Someone always has one first. How do you feel looking at that footage now? I love it. I I love looking back at it. I think, my God, I kind of think that was just a great time in my life. It was a wonderful, wonderful time when the fun was through the roof. I'm compelled to ask. Compelled. Did you ever see another side to Eddie? Did you ever see a uh, angry side or a? uh... Because the reason why I I very rarely saw Eddie in a bad mood or have a go at anyone um, or get into an argument with somebody. Mm. Very rarely... I know a couple of times um, if somebody was uh, in the in the, in the silent mics cribbing about something, whatever it is, you know, he'd kind of have a go and say, well, look, you know, we should be glad you're getting the money for it or whatever it is, but it was very basic, very almost necessary. Yeah. And I never had... People were taking notes. Pick- I never had a... a bad words with Eddie you know and as, as for another side to him I mean look I, I wouldn't say that I would have known him as well as some people would have I mean I, I, I would have seen him when you're going out like that you're seeing the best of people because we're all going out having fun yep. but maybe when he was at home who knows what any of us are like outside of you know the general public yeah yep. of course of course he was great I, to be around though he was fun to be around Made me laugh. We really did, you know. Can I ask you? And you know, I, I was trying not for these podcasts to be interviews, but you know, sometimes it's. But um, you failed miserably. I have, I have. If a Pat Kenny and he was trying to get out. But let me. Oh my God. Let me. Let me ask you. <laughs> or maybe it's Mary. What from, were you know. doing? What were you doing? And I hate to go here, but what were you doing? Um, can you remember? Where I never you touched were? the girl. Can you remember where you were? What you were doing when you heard that Eddie had died. I do, I do. Uh, I was only mentioning this to somebody recently because it was on a Sunday morning. I went into WR to do my Sunday lunchtime stroke afternoon show and it was the day, I think, there was a big kind of a final, if I remember rightly. And I was, it was a kind of a bad day in October. And it was 1993, if I remember rightly. And Jeff Harris was on before me. And when I went into the studio, um, this is well before Twitter, Facebook, you know, and he said, did you hear about Eddie? And straight away, um, because I hadn't seen Eddie for quite a while, Eddie Cody, I thought he was talking about Eddie Eddie Wimbury. And I said, no, what happened? He said uh, he was killed in a car crash last night, Eddie Cody. And I was just, I think I was just stunned, shocked. And I'm glad that the show that afternoon wasn't really on. I was only kind of babysitting the gear because it was the county final, as I said, or whatever match, I think it was the county final. Um, I remember Dan Shanahan was playing in it that day, but, um, because I wouldn't have been able to do the show Mm. because it just, you you could not just park that up and go on and try to be, you know, happy DJ for the afternoon. But um, I remember the funeral and... uh, just, you know, it was, it was, it was like, it was hard to kind of, Eddie Cody's gone. Eddie Cody. Mm. Do you know? Larger than life, like, bang, gone. And he still talked about today with a lot of reverence and respect and, and people laugh and smile and they think about him. It's good. It's good to have that impact on, on people. And it's people like yourself, if you bring up his name and you talk about him or whatever yeah. it is and people put up things on Facebook from time to time, I see some nice pictures of him going up on his anniversary or whatever. Yeah, And that, that's the only way you'll keep him alive and there are are clips of some of his radio stuff I have some clips from when he was on Shoreside back in the early 80s Mm. and Donald Kavanagh was a great friend of Eddie's and he used to do some sketches with Eddie Mm. I think they used to call it the um, not the half one news right and they did a fake news bulletin and it was like just off the wall stuff none of which is happening today but this was a time when again you could do what you wanted yeah, and they'd have correspondence and they'd have little snippets and uh, um, i tell stupid jokes you know like a strange object was found on the moon yesterday um, it was believed to have been the ball kicked miles wide by so and so at Kilcorn Park last Sunday Right, this okay. kind of thing you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Vinnie McCarty probably Pascal <laughs> team! Vinny was a good player, but so was Pascal. <laughs> good old snack box. It was probably Sid Wallace. Uh, <laughs> was Martin Quindleman, was he, he was a goalkeeper? No. He was back in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Martin yeah. Quindleman? Yeah. Blossom, I but think you know was his what? nickname. Timmy, right. it's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, I just want to say that. You know, thin gin is a fine, fine drink, and you've been playing me with this all afternoon. And uh, this episode of uh, sponsored by Darren Skelton. This episode of Darren Skelton meets, which hasn't got a name yet, has been generously, very generously sponsored by Thin Gin. Thanks for the envelope, by the way. I really appreciate. it. Well, you may give it back, me you know. Doing one day a week, I really do, a do a appreciate day this. Day Thank you so much, Darren. <laughs> I really didn't think that this would uh, yield such a dividend. Thank you. Ah. Find out more about upcoming Snug Chats, visit facebook.com forward slash Chats. knows you'll do it right to save on what you need to make stylish updates to your kitchen and bathroom we do it right too with savings on the delta valdosta kitchen and bath collection featuring faucets and accessories with spot shield technology so you don't have to worry about water spots and stains and for three days only all new and existing lowes credit card holders get 10% off purchases made with your lowes card do it right for less start with lowes credit offer valid 315 to 317 subject to credit approval cannot be combined with other credit offers exclusions apply us only